Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. Because of the Delta variant's community spread in Allegheny County and the latest recommendation of the CDC, we are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today as our lectors are Mary and Lucy. Our altar servers are John and Christina. I am your cantor, Sarah, and our organist is Bill. Our celebrants for today are Father Joe and Deacon Frank. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join in our opening hymn, We Walk by Faith. That's number 680 in the blue hymnal. That's number 680. Walk by faith and not by sight, nor gracious words we hear. From him who spoke us, none has spoke, but we believe him near. We may not touch his hands and side, nor In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Take the opportunity once again to welcome everybody this afternoon to uh, St. Adelbert Church of uh, Prince uh, Peace Parish of Queen of Peace Community. Uh, and we take this opportunity also to uh, welcome a group of young people from uh, Franciscan University of Steubenville who have joined us today for, uh, for Holy Mass. And uh, we, we welcome them, uh, but we also give them the reminder that they are in Steeler country. So. <laughs> So we welcome them as well as anybody else who is joining us today for Holy Mass. We prepare to celebrate these great and sacred mysteries of our faith, calling to mind our sins, but mindful too of the Lord's mercy and compassion for us.
Lord Jesus, you call the contrite of heart, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, send your healing hand upon our hearts and compassion and forgiveness. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. You take away the sins of 
almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope, and charity, and make us love what you command, so that we may merit what you promise through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, shout with joy for Jacob, exalt at the head of the nations, proclaim your praise and say, the Lord has delivered his people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them from the ends of the world with the blind and the lame in their mists, the mothers and those with child. They shall return as an immense throng. They departed in tears, but I will console them and guide them. I will lead them to brooks of water on a level road so that none shall stumble. For I am a father to Israel. Ephraim is my firstborn. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. themselves said what great deeds the Lord worked for them what great deeds the Lord worked for us indeed we were glad the Lord has done great things for us we Exiles, O oh Lord, as 
come back, they come back with a song, bearing their sheaves. The Lord has done great things for us. We A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, every high priest is taken from among men and made their representative before God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal patiently with the ignorant and erring, for he himself is beset by weakness, and so, for this reason, must make sin offerings for himself as well as for the people. No one takes this honor upon himself, but only when called by God, just as Aaron was. In the same way, it was not Christ who glorified himself in becoming high priest, but rather the one who said to him, You are my son, this day I have begotten you. Just as he says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. Jesus Christ destroyed death and brought life to light through the gospel. Alleluia, Alleluia, be with you and with your spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to mark glory to your lord as jesus was leaving jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd bartimius a blind man the son of timaeus sat by the roadside begging on hearing that it was jesus of nazareth he began to cry out and say Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. 
And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith have saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Looking around the congregation, it is apparent that most of us have had the opportunity to see a specialist who works with the healing of vision and sight. I suspect that the majority of the congregation is wearing glasses in order to, as it were, clarify what we are seeing. Perhaps some of older members in the congregation might have even had more of a sophisticated treatment within the context of their eye health. They may have perhaps been tested for things like glaucoma or macular degeneration. Some may have had the experience of a detached retina. And fortunately, the technology of medicine is such that most can be cured of these maladies that affect our sight and our vision. Most of us can have corrective work done that we might see, as they say proverbially, with a 20-20 vision. Today we have a remarkable moment within the Gospel of St. Mark. We have a moment in which <clears throat> a particular blind man is begging and crying out on the side of the way of which Jesus is traversing. And within the context of his experience, he recognizes perhaps that this might be his last ditch moment to have his sight restored. And without missing a beat, he boldly shouts out Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. It's his last moment, perhaps, a chance that he will never have again, that he might have the blessing and the fullness of being able to see. And in his mercy and compassion, our Savior calls him to come to him 
and repeats that question for him. What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man simply responds, I want to see. In that moment of wonder, in that moment of prophetic fulfillment, the hope of all of the prophets, the blind man sees. It is a moment in salvation history, to be sure, that the Savior has demonstrated to those around him the hallmark of his saving action by the healing of the blind man, by the restoration of his sight. But then an interesting thing happens, and we'd almost want to uh, let it pass by, but perhaps the most important dynamic that happens within the context of this healing moment is the fact that Jesus tells him now, go your way. And we're told by St. Mark that he follows Jesus. That is now his way. His way will be the way of Jesus. And where does that way lead to? St. Mark tells us that Jesus is on a journey to Jerusalem. It's a way that will lead to Calvary. It's a way that will lead to the death of Jesus. In the crucifix, in the viewing of the one crucified, can only be seen through the eyes of faith. That is what makes clarity become even clearer. When we are able to look at our Savior on the cross and come to that understanding of the view of his saving action for us, and then it begins to unfold for us in our own everyday lives that what we truly see through the eyes of faith allows us to, to react, Real, allows us to put forth our efforts because we have to admit that when we look with our 2020 vision, assisted by our glasses or our surgeries or whatever, there are some things that are not too pleasant to look at and to see. And we can only view them with the eyes of faith because in that way, we are able to perhaps come to an understanding or an action of who we are and what we are called to be. We are reminded of that dialogue in St. Mark's Gospel where Jesus asks the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man says, I want to see. 
when we call out sometimes to the Lord in the manner of things that we cannot comprehend or understand, he too speaks to us and asks of me and you, what do you want me to do for you? He gives us a sight that sees through the eyes of faith that helps us to comprehend and to visualize what it is that we see and what we are called to do. St. Augustine, you know, remarked <clears throat> at one moment when reflecting on the Eucharist, he simply said to his flock, see who you are, become what you receive. In other words, in the embrace of Christ in the Eucharist, we are called to see who we are, and then we are called to live that out in our everyday lives. Mother Teresa used to have the sisters of her community spend two hours before the Blessed Sacrament, before going out into the work of the world and their ministry. And her point was quite simple. What you see in the monstrance, you will see when you go out into the world to pick up the sick and the dying in the streets. What you see in the monstrance, you will see when those who come in need of food or water, you will see the Christ whom you have viewed and adored in the sacrament of Eucharist. And so that visual connection <clears throat> that we have with what we receive in the Eucharist allows us to react and to focus our lives on the life of the world, to listen to and to look at the lives that are broken, the lives that are heartfelt, lives that are perhaps dismayed or discouraged, lives that seem to have an impossibility to them. With the eyes of faith, the eyes of Jesus, the sight that he gives to us, we're able to work through that mystery. We're able to be his faith-filled witnesses in our words and in our actions. And so listen to the Lord today. Ask of all of us once again, what is it that you want me to do for you? And let us be prepared to receive the gift that he will give to us, the sight that will allow us to see clearly and fully in the light, which is faith. Let us profess our Catholic faith. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is visible and invisible, I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, and for us, for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, was incarnated the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. 
he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in fulfillment with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. We come together as God's people, and we offer the needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring in these, our prayers of intercessions. Our response this evening is, hear us, O Lord, that the church may be healed of every kind of blindness radiating the light of Christ to the world. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. That young people may find support among the people of God. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the grace to reach out to new neighbors, the homebound, and those who feel disconnected from the faith community. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for safety and protection for all people experiencing homelessness. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially George Hade, Carolyn Kepka, and Nicholas Manos, may they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today the Schubert family and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord for an increase in vocations to the priesthood, the diaconate, and the religious life. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And gathering our prayers together, let us now pray our prayer for unity, which can be found on page three in the bulletin. Together. We raise our voices to Mary, Mary Queen, of Peace, Queen of Peace, our Mother, our Mother, and to your most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. Amen. Our offertory hymn can be found at number 645 in the hymnals, Amazing Grace. That's number 645 in the blue hymnals.
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Oremos. Look, we pray, O Lord, on the offerings we make to your majesty, that whatever is done by us in your service, may be directed above all to your glory, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin Mary. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mysterium Fidei. celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servants, the members of the Schubert family, whom you have called from this world to yourself, and grant that they, who were united with your son in a death like his in baptism, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with, with your spirit. Spirit. Let us offer each other some
takes away the sins of the world. See who you are. Become what you receive. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you were present in the most holy sacrament I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Lord, help me to love. 
Just a few announcements this evening. Our parish has an opening for a maintenance man to help with the upkeep of the parish buildings. This position can be either full-time or part-time. 
See the bulletin for additional details. Also, beginning on November 7th, we will have benediction and adoration of the Blessed Sacrament on the first Sunday of each month. This will be an in-person and will also be live streamed for those who cannot make it to the church. If anyone would be interested in serving on the parish pastoral council, there is information in today's bulletin regarding the in-person and virtual discernment sessions. Thank you. May your sacraments, O Lord, we pray, perfect in us what lies within them, that what we now celebrate in signs we may one day possess in truth through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our closing hymn can be found at number 633 in the Blue Hymnals, For the Beauty of the Earth. That's number 633 in the Blue Hymnals.